0: I'm really trying to figure out what's the bigger joke. The fact that people are having a love affair with Chuba Hubbard, Josh Gordon getting reinstated by the NFL yet again, or the fact that one of my fucking fantasy football leagues doesn't really have a waiver period. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, at RoyDog, underscore 13, and still over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How is everybody doing on this Friday afternoon? I can tell you one thing. I am doing wonderful. Had the day off today. Nice little three-day weekend, so I got stuff done. Got the spreadsheet out this morning, which was great. Able to get some yard work done and uh really be freed up in my uh in my leisure time working on fantasy football. What the fuck happened to the that chart right there? Holy shit, holy shit, he said, holy shit, I don't give a shit. you fucking do what I ask you to do. stupid spreadsheet uh like I said, the spreadsheets did go out today, which is great. Uh, this is going to be the first run through the slate, I'm trying to find players. Going to try and make this relatively quicker than usual. Um, should be pretty easy to do. Although you know how this usually goes, I say that, and it usually takes about an hour. So um, we're going to run through the we're going to run through the slate. Should mention that Yahoo actually did get the Monday Night Showdown slate up. Um, They're the only ones that had the Monday night one. All three, the FanDuel, Yahoo, and DraftKings, had Sunday night slate, uh, the Green Bay at San Francisco game. So that is readily available within the spreadsheet. So we got the pricing and everything on there, which is great. Um, But, yeah, let's get started. We're going to start with the first game that I have on slate, Washington at Buffalo. Washington opened as a three-point favorite. 41.5 was the over-under. Of course, that completely flipped around. I really need to pay attention to these when they open up on Sundays. Buffalo is now the favorite, of course, and should be. Seven and a half points. 45 is the over-under. Not really too much that I like over on the Washington side, outside of maybe Terry McLaurin, which I'd like to take a look at. Buffalo is 15th in DVOA uh, versus the wide receiver one. Does have the advantage against Tredavious White, who would be the main cover corner. Uh, but the Bills are third in DVP rank 2, the wide receiver position. 22.8 points on FanDuel, 31.5 on DraftKings. So doesn't really leave a lot of room for everybody. So we just pick one, and that one is Terry McLaurin. Uh, I could take a look at the Washington football team defense, but eh, they're they're cheap. They're cheap could definitely consider it if you are thinking that you don't like Josh Allen on the other side, but uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna pass. you will notice the trending bars and stuff. now we're on the third week. Uh, you can take a look at the second and third numbers. that's going to be the trending for the year um, currently. this is going to be stabilized after this week for week four so definitely definitely getting excited for next week. Uh, that is for sure. Oh, I should mention on Terry McLaurin, though, too. Uh, of course, FanDuel Yahoo DraftKings. We go seventy two hundred, twenty one, and 6,900. Good for 10. 23rd on Yahoo. 8th over on DK. So that's a really good pricing over on Yahoo. So actually, I'm glad I kind of put him in there. Uh, on the Bills side, mm, I'm going to give Josh Allen kind of another week here. Uh, to try and get this figured out. Not really digging it there. Not really digging the running backs on the other side either with uh, Devin Singletary or Zach Moss. Uh, I guess it's Washington front. What are we looking at, though, for wide receivers? Tight end definitely we're not looking at here. Um, Man, you got to look at Stephon Diggs against Benjamin St. Ch- St. Justy or Justy or whatever the hell his name is. It's a pretty, pretty good matchup uh, advantage for Stefan Diggs on there, even though Washington is 8th overall against wide receiver, 1 in DVOA. 23rd, though, in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 38.8 on FanDuel, 50.1 on DK. Oof. 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 I mean... Yeah, you could look at Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, you could look at Cole Beasley. I think Cole Beasley is kind of the guy I would really look at as far as the second wide receiver. Of course, Gabriel Davis is interesting as well. And maybe that's kind of where I might look here. Dealing with some speed. Might look at Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. I just don't know if I really want to go. I'll put Josh Allen in there, but he is rather highly priced. I just don't know if I really want him. Don't know if I really want him. Uh, there, I screwed that one up. That's great. So let's do let's do Gabe Davis first, and then we'll go up to Josh Allen. So Gabriel Davis, forty nine hundred ten, which is minimum price on Yahoo. Thirty seven hundred on DK, good for seventy eight, sixty seven, and seventy third across the board against wide receiver threes, uh wide receiver pluses, which include Cole Beasley. And Gabriel Davis, the Washington football team, or the canoes as we know them, are 26 in DVOA. So, I want to take a look at the last two weeks that Washington has played, the wide receivers that they've played. Uh, We're going to really dig down deep in here and see what wide receivers they've really had issues with. Uh, Because, I mean, you can make a case for Emmanuel Sanders. I'm not going to do it here. I'm not going to do it for Cole Beasley as well. Um, But I'm going to include all of them in there. And we're going to see exactly what's been going on with this Washington defense. Because I'm not exactly sure where they've been having the problem as far as which wide receiver. So definitely, definitely going to take a look at that. Moving on, we're going to go Chicago at Cleveland. Chicago opened as a three and a half point favorite. Fifty was the over/under. This one flipped as well. Cleveland seven point favorites. Forty-six is the over/under. So that has dropped. We've had injuries on both sides. Namely, for the Bears, you've had Andy Dalton go down, which means that Justin Fields is in play here. Um, man, six thousand five hundred twenty-three and 5200 good for 25th, 23rd and 23rd. <sighs> Cleveland's pass defense has just sucked first two weeks of the year. They're 31st in DVOA pass defense, giving up 28.4 on FanDuel and 29.9 points per game on DraftKings. Ooh, that is that is not good. Now they did face Patrick Mahomes in that first week, but I mean, between Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills, Tyrod Taylor was actually having a really good game running with the ball, and that's what's got me curious here. So I really want to take a look here. It it would be a very light GPP play with Justin Fields. You wouldn't want to use him in a cash game option. Um, So we're definitely not looking there, but I mean... You could look at David Montgomery here, 6,900, 22, and 6,100 for 11th, 11th, and 12th at running back, but <sighs> Cleveland's six in rush defense DVOA, 31st in running back DVOA in the passing game, but they've only given up 14.2 points on FanDuel and 16 points per game on DraftKings, so I really don't like the play. Um two guys that I'll definitely take a look at. Here is Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney at wide receiver. Um Allen Robinson dropped a fucking touchdown pass last week, which was not great whatsoever. Uh would face off against Denzel Ward, usually covers the number ones. Allen Robinson 7022 and 6200 good for 13th, 19th and 17th. The Cleveland Browns 23rd in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. Darnell Mooney, who is currently questionable as of this recording. That will be updated later tonight, though. Um, and I should get another copy of the spreadsheet out tomorrow um, with the uh, write-up fifty six hundred twelve and 4,300. Good for 39th, 57th, and 56th. Cleveland is 21st in DVOA versus the wide receiver 2. I don't know if I mentioned the points. They're 18th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. 32.4 on FanDuel, 41.6 on DraftKings. So I'm going to take a look here. Really need to dive into that one because it's interesting. There's not going to be a lot of – I don't know how many people will be on it. I mean, there will be a lot of people that would be excited to play for fields because of how cheap he is. I mean, it's the same price as Andy Dalton. be able to fit a lot of stuff in there. So we'll have to take a look at that one. Don't know yet if I am going to trust any of these tight ends, even though it's a good spot. Cleveland 23rd in DVOA versus tight end. 26 in points allowed to the position at 12.9 on FanDuel 14.9 on DraftKings. I just, with Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham, I just do not trust it whatsoever. Um, I do want to take a look at this Bears defense just because... Just because Cleveland... Cleveland is hurting. We're going to get to that one in a second. But Bears, 4,100, 13, and 3,000. Good for 9th, 14th, and 13th. So on Yahoo and DK, they're not badly priced. Now if we go to the other side of the game with Cleveland now, you got Jarvis Landry went on IR. Odell Beckham is expected to play on Sunday. And he is uh, definitely an interesting fellow for sure. Um, Bears are currently 29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. So even though Jamar Chase didn't really get the job done, uh, he did in terms of dropping their ranking. Um, Bears are 29th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 42.8 on FanDuel, 52 on DK. Uh, All three had a really good, all three uh, Cincinnati Wide receivers actually were really good last week. Um, but Odell Beckham, six thousand five hundred twenty-four and 5,300. Good for 20th, 14th, and 33rd. Probably the best play over on DK over there for the price. I really should green these so you guys know which ones I'm looking at as far as pricing. Uh, maybe I'll do that tonight too. I should start doing that. Um, as far as tight ends, their ranking actually dropped in DVOA. Uh, they were 23rd after week one. That dropped down to 16th. Now that's because Uzoma was your main tight end. Now we've got three pretty decent tight ends in Hooper, uh, Njoku, and Bryant. So, mm, You can use a tight end against the Bears. T- T- Tashawn Gibson is not that good. He's also questionable, too. It's just which tight end would you want to use, and frankly, I just don't really want to get in the middle of that one. I don't really know about the Cleveland Browns' defense either. They really have not played well whatsoever. So even though the DVP for the defense versus the Bears' offense has been 25th and 21st, it's still dropping, which means that the... Bears offensive line has been getting the job done as far as sacks and protecting a quarterback. Next on the docket, we have Baltimore at Detroit. Detroit, Detroit opened as a 3.5 point favorite, 43.5 over-under. Don't know what the hell was going on in Vegas this weekend, but somebody got fucking hammered when they were making the lines. At least the first run lines. I'm sure they didn't last more than five fucking minutes, but uh, currently of course, Baltimore minus 8, 49 and a half is the over-under Lamar Jackson. Uh, as of this recording was still dealing with the illness, but apparently he was at practice so not too worried about whether or not he's available or not what hell is going on everything is so goddamn noisy uh Lamar jackson though thirty five and seventy eight hundred good for third seventh and third in this matchup you know I'm gonna like that price on yahoo uh, the <clears throat> Detroit Lions pass defense, of course, is going to be the worst at 32 in DVOA, 25th in points allowed to the quarterback position, 22.9 on Fanduel, 24.9 on DK. Uh, that has gone up from 18th to 25th. So, uh, with Lamar Jackson. Of course, you always have to look at uh, gotta look at the rushing, 29th in rush defense DVOA. Uh, 32nd in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game. 32nd in points allowed to the running back position. 35.2 on FanDuel, 38.9 on DraftKings. I don't know if I can be ballsy enough to use like say a Tyson Williams um, or even like uh, a, a you know a Latavius Murray or Devonte Freeman. There's been a lot of talk about um, Latavius Murray. Possibly being an option, but the thing of it is, it's like Latavius Murray is really only in there um, when they need a guy, you know, for pass to also be included in the passing work. Right? They've been playing from behind the last couple of games. That's why I think Latavius Murray has really been involved, and not Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams has been averaging thirteen point six on the half point PPR sites and fourteen point eight five on DK. So. If you're telling me at 6,400, 18, and 5,800, good for 15th, 20th, and 16th, that he's not a viable option, I'm going to tell you you're lying. But I am definitely looking at Lamar Jackson even running him naked, which means not running him with a pass target. Uh, I think that's definitely in play. The Baltimore Ravens should easily be able to handle the Detroit Lions. Now, Detroit might be able to stick around a little bit, but... Uh, in the end, Baltimore, even with that suspect defense, they should be able to uh, pretty much just take care of them pretty easily. Uh, Marquise Brown is definitely an option at wide receiver. If you're looking for a pair-up, 6,600, 19th, and 5,600, good for 19th, 25th, and twenty-six. The Lions are 24th in DVOA to wide receiver ones. They're 16th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 29.3 on FanDuel, 38.8 on DK. Amani. Aru O'Rare, of course, the guy covering him. So you'll be able to burn him pretty easily. Uh, Another guy that we could take a look at. I mean, if you really wanted to go on a full Baltimore stack, which I don't know why you would. um, The other guy would be Mark Andrews. These are the only two guys that I would even care to trust in the passing game. Uh, 6,000, 19, and 5,000 good for 7th, 6th, and 5th. 32nd in DVOA to the tight end. The Lions, 22nd in points allowed to the tight end position, eleven point three on FanDuel and 13 on DraftKings. Uh actually is uh overmatched by safety Will Harris, but I mean it's Mark Andrews. He he'll get it going. He hasn't played very well for right now, but he will get it going at some point. Uh Baltimore Ravens defense, eh. I mean you can look at it, but I just don't know if there's any flash here. I don't know. I don't know. Ravens lost a linebacker to COVID. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it was Jason Ferg- Jason or Jalen Ferguson, I think it was. I got put on the COVID-19 list, so lost a linebacker. I mean, we'll look at it. The Detroit Lions are still 26 in points allowed to the opposing team's defenses at eight points per game. But they're rather high priced: forty-four hundred, fifteen, and thirty-six hundred. Good for six, ninth, and six. So maybe on Yahoo, the other two sites, eh, not so much. We look at the other side, though. When you're looking at Detroit versus Baltimore, uh, it is kind of curious because Baltimore's pass defense is twenty-fourth in DVOA, twenty-eighth in points allowed to the quarterback position at twenty-eight point six and twenty-nine point six. Now, do we believe that Jared Goff can actually get the job done here? That's kind of the next question, really, right? Now, he's going to be throwing, but is this offense good enough to uh, keep things competitive and keep it to where Jared Goff has to keep throwing? He's 7,100 over on Fanduel, 25 on Yahoo, 5,200 in DK, good for 13, 18, and 23rd. Probably in this scenario, I'd probably still want to run Justin Fields, right? The guy can run it a little bit more. But, I mean, if you look at the point totals, he's averaged uh, about 24.7 on the half-point PBR size, 26.68 on DK. Uh, And that's mostly because he hit bonus in week one. Running backs. Uh, Running backs can be effective against Baltimore, but really only in the passing game. That's kind of held true. Now, they were 20th and after Week 1, they are now 9th in DVO rush defense. 29th, though, against the running backs in the passing game. 14th in points allowed to the position overall, 21.1 on FanDuel, 24.6 on DK. The real question is whether or not you want to pay out for DeAndre Swift at seventy four hundred, twenty third and 5,800. Good for 7th, 10th, or 16th. Or pay down for Jamal Williams at fifty six hundred, nineteen or 5,100. Good for 28th, 18th, and 27th that's my problem. I don't know which running back you're going to really want. Now DeAndre Swift seemed to be more heavily involved mm-hmm. in the passing attack a little bit later in the game, but when they were losing to the Packers, they just pretty much it just looked like they fucking gave up when I was watching it. So, I don't know if I really want to trust it. Uh we do have questionable corners Coming into this game, Tavon Young and Jimmy Smith were the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I have a, I have a little curiosity with Quintez Cephas, just considering the fact that he seems to be golf's guy, and maybe this is where I would, maybe he's the player that I win a certain set of golf. Just because he'd be fifty three hundred twelve and thirty nine hundred, good for fifty eighth, fifty seventh, and sixty seventh. But Baltimore has been 11th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. But they're 26 in points allowed to the wide receiver position. 37.6 on FanDuel, 44.3 on DK. The main guy that we're probably really going to focus on, this will probably be the only guy that actually makes the write-up, would be tight end TJ Hawkinson. 6,300, 24, and 5,200, good for 4th, fourth, 4th, fourth, and 4th. Fourth. Uh, Ravens are 15th in DVOA versus the tight end position, but they are 32nd in points allowed to the position, 23 points per game on FanDuel, 30.8 on DK. They do bleed touchdowns to the tight end position, so maybe Hawkinson is really the place that we really want to go. Uh, as far as Detroit Lions defense, eh, uh, for as many mistakes as Lamar Jackson has really made early in the year. I don't know if I really. (sighs) We'll come back to it. They may make the cheap defense, you know, type play here. Um, We'll have to wait and see. Moving on, we go to Indianapolis at Tennessee. Tennessee opened as a five-point favorite. 54.5 was the over-under. Tennessee is a a 5.5-point favorite now. 48 is the over-under. So it went down. There is uh, some speculation that it's quite possible that Carson Wentz could play in this game. I know that sounds fucking ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Two fucking sprained ankles. Two fucking sprained ankles. Do I trust this whatsoever? I just don't know. Uh, you'd like to. You'd like to trust it, right? At seven thousand twenty-seven and fifty-seven hundred, good for fifteenth across the board. Tennessee is the thirtieth uh, ranked DVOA pass defense, thirty-first in points allowed to the quarterback position at twenty-nine and thirty point five. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you can trust it. I mean, the guys that I think you really have to take a, kind of, kind of take a look at, and for right now, this would be really kind of the GPP option uh, would be Jonathan Taylor. Hasn't had a real good start to the year. Seven thousand twenty-seven and sixty-seven hundred. Go for ninth, seventh, and sixth. The Tennessee Titans are 24th in rush defense DVOA, 23rd versus the running back in the passing game, while 20th in points allowed to the position at 19 and 20.5, respectively. I can see the Indianapolis Colts playing from behind, so I have a little bit more interest actually in Naheem Hines at a lower cost, 5217 17, and 4,600, good for 37th, 25th, and 40th. They've been playing a really close snap percentage between Taylor and Hines, which is really curious. It's had him on the board, or had him on the field, way more than I thought. Now they did give him a new contract this off season, which that might help explain what's going on here. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If we look at wide receivers, these guys are only available are really only viable. If Carson Wentz plays, and even then, I'm just I don't know, I don't know if I could trust it. The two guys that you would really want to look at would be Michael Pittman and Zach Pascal. They're the only two wide receivers that are actually doing anything uh, whatsoever. Now, Michael Pittman is 5617 and 5500, good for 39th, 34th, and 28th. Tennessee is 14th. And DVOA versus wide receiver one, 32nd no points allowed to the wide receiver position at 55.9 and 66.4. Michael Pittman does rate out better than Christian Fulton, so he has a better than, he's between 7.5 to 15% of an advantage on him. Uh, Definitely seems to look like he is Carson Wentz's main kind of guy. Uh, but there is another guy to kind of take a look at, too, and that one is Zach Pascal. Uh, slot man, fifty three hundred, eighteenth 18th, and 4,800. Good for 58th, 29th, and 44th. Tennessee is 32nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver position. Does have a small disadvantage versus cornerback Chris Jackson, um, but I don't know how much I could trust it. Indianapolis Colts defense, you're getting a huge discount on. On Fanduel and DK, uh, but I am not trusting this versus the Tennessee Titans. It's just no which way or how uh, that I'm going to trust it. Now on the other side for Tennessee, a couple of things. We know Derek Henry is probably going to be really, really popular, right? Number one, number one on Fanduel and DK. He is the number two. Priced running back over on uh, Yahoo. The pricing is ninety seven hundred thirty five and 8600 So that price actually on, on Yahoo isn't too bad. Colts are 13th in DVOA rush defense. are 18th versus running back in the passing game, but only 13th in points allowed to the position at 16.9 and 19.2 respectively. You have to consider Derrick Henry in this spot. It's just about whether or not you really need to pay up that high to get a guy of his caliber, or if we're better off just kind of fading it and hoping that he's not going to go off again. Now it's kind of hard for him to go off two weeks in a row, especially off a game where he had like 40-some-odd touches. Ridiculous. So one of the guys that I am definitely taking a look at. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill as a pivot option as a in game pivot option off of Derrick Henry, uh, seven thousand twenty nine and sixty two hundred good for fifteenth, twelfth, and tenth. The Indianapolis Colts are twenty ninth in DVOA pass defense. They are twenty second in points allowed to the quarterback position at twenty two point seven and twenty two point seven actually on both FanDuel and DK. So think we definitely need to take a look there um, I would take a look at uh, just two guys again as far as the wide receivers are concerned that would be woof woof AJ Brown who has not had a good start to the year uh, 6800 29th and 6500 good for 17 6 and 12 Colter 22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1 30th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole, 42.8 and 51.8 on DK. Julio Jones should have gotten the touchdown last week, but he didn't, so this kind of affected his points and probably his pricing. Uh, 6,700 on FanDuel, 29 on Yahoo, and 6,500 on DK. 18, 6, and 12. Virtually identical to A.J. Brown has... A matchup against cornerback T.J. Carey. And against wide receiver twos, the Colts are 31st in DVOA versus uh, a man like Julio Jones as the wide receiver two. So definitely, definitely a consideration there. Tight ends we are skipping. Uh, A lot of people have looked at the Tennessee Titans defense, and I think it's only viable, but only if, say, Jacob Eason or, for God forbid, Brett Hundley is starting. Uh then I think you can consider the Tennessee Titans defense 4510 and 2400 good for 5th, 25th and 21st. So Yahoo and DK um are obvious spots that where they'd be better. Uh Fanduel probably just a bit too high, but the Colts are 21st in points allowed to opposing team defenses at 7 points per game. Here's the one that should be fun. Uh, hopefully as long as the L.A. Chargers decide not to bitch and moan their way through a fucking game um, and actually look like a goddamn competent team. Chargers at Kansas City. Kansas City opened as an 8-point favorite, 46.5 is the over-under. Currently, Kansas City has dropped down to a a 6.5-point favorite, but the total has gone up at 255. So they're expecting fireworks in this game. Definitely, definitely we can consider Justin Herbert. Doubt we can do it in cash, though. I Ooh. Ooh. just don't know. Just don't know if you can trust him in cash, trust him in cash, trust him in cash, because he really fucked us in the ass last week, last week. seventy five hundred thirty two and 6,500. Good for 9th, 8th, and 7th across the board there. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are 25th, though, in pass defense DVOA, 24th in points allowed to the quarterback position, 24 on FanDuel. 27 IDK. DK. So we have to consider it. We have to see if he can get up to those levels. If we believe that he can get up to those levels, then it's definitely worth the price of admission. Another guy that we always will take a look at here, mostly because it's running back, mostly because it's the Chiefs who can't stop running backs. That is right. I am talking about one, Austin Eckler. 7,029 and 7,200 good for ninth, 5th, and 5th. Chiefs still suck against the run. 32nd in rush defense DVOA. 27th versus running backs in the passing game. 30th in points allowed to the position. 29.9 on FanDuel. 32.1 on DK. So definitely, definitely consider Austin Eckler as probably a primary style running back. Alrighty, what do we got here going on at wide receiver? Ooh, we have one Keenan Allen. That We could take a look at will play in a slot. Uh, should be covered by cornerback Legarius Sneed. I'm thinking quite possibly that he will see a little bit of Tyron Matthew at safety as well, covering over the top. So I don't know how much I really like this play, but um, Keaton Allen 6926 26 and 6600, good for 15th, 12th, and 11th. Kansas City is 25th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1, but they are only 14th in points allowed to the position at 30.3 and 36.6. So you really don't want to get too heavy um, in a play like one of these, okay? So uh, I think we have to consider uh, Mike Williams. I am going to throw a little Jalen Guyton in here. I just need to take a look at his snap shares and his target volume. Um. But I'll just go over Mike Williams here. six thousand eighteen and 6,400. Go for 27th, 29th, and 14th. Now, Kansas City has been 9th in DVOA versus the wide receiver. 2 will be covered by corner Mike Hughes. There is a possibility for success here. Um, and you can totally see kind of him getting the job done considering how many targets he's been getting from Herbert. And that's what we really need to look at uh, when it comes to Mike Williams. He's then I think, to be honest with you, it looks like Herbert trusts Mike Williams more than he trusts Keenan Allen right now. I have seen some love uh, for Jared Cook. I think you got to be really careful with this. Uh, Chiefs are 20th in DVOA versus tight end position. They are also 21st in points allowed to the position, 12.6 on FanDuel. 15.9 on draft kegs will be covered by safety Daniel Sorensen. Jared Cook fifty three hundred, sixteen, and thirty nine hundred over for twelfth, ninth, and eleventh. Volatile. Very, very volatile. We know Jared Cook uh is not the greatest. Not the greatest. Not the greatest. Um Chiefs side of the ball. Now they're playing in they're playing in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes has been averaging 29 points per game in fantasy. 8,700, 38, 8, Good, ranked for second across the board. Um, according to the numbers, you really should not even take a look at Patrick Mahomes here as the Chargers are 18th in pass defense DVOA, second in points allowed to the quarterback position, 9.9 9 across the board. I mean, they did. They did shut down. um, Who did the Chargers play last week? Oh, Dallas. They shut down Dak Prescott. So uh, I don't know. I just don't know. It's so hard to think that. It's hard to see. Actually, it's kind of easy to see Patrick Mahomes getting it done with Kelsey and uh, um, Tyreek Hill. But I just, I don't know, man. There's something about it. I don't like the matchup. Just don't. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a curious uh, possible option here against the LA Chargers. Nobody's going to want to use him. 6,500, 16, and 4,800, good for 14, 28, and 35. Chargers 28th in DVOA, rush defense 16th versus the running back in the passing game. 27th in points allowed to the position at 25.1 and 29.1. It is definitely a defense that you'd like to attack. Um, But man, oh man, as Clyde edwards lair sucked, I probably should just include Daryl Williams in here. Would I try to do a sneaky pivot off of Clyde Edwards-Alaire? I don't know. I don't know if I have the balls for it, but I can tell you that it's definitely there. You can see it. Tyreek Hill is said to be covered by Derwin James. Now, there was um, something I saw. I can't remember where the hell I saw it, but that said that, you know, it was talking about Derwin James versus Travis Kelsey. And Derwin James, in the, in three of the games that he's faced, it's like three of five games he's shut down Kelsey. So do they have the number, his number or not? Now, it would be kind of sneaky to actually pivot over to Tyreek Hill this week. Eighty seven hundred thirty three and 8,400, good for first, second, at first. The Chargers are 18th in DVOA versus the wide receiver, one first in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 16.8 and twenty two. I don't know if Derwin James is going to go try and cover him up. <sighs> Maybe in the slot, but it just—I don't know. There's something so wrong with this. I mean, you got to consider Travis Kelsey's first across the board. You know, eight K plus though. So I don't think we need to go over that, but. The Chargers are 28th in DVOA versus tight end, 17th in points allowed to the position, 9.3 and 11.3. They had, on PFF, they had Aloha Aloha Gilman covering Travis Kelsey, but I suspect that that's going to be a switch off between him and Derwin James. (sighs) Defense. Kansas City's defense, do I trust it? No, I do not. I do not, so we're not even going to consider it right now. New Orleans and New England open as a pick. I'm a half. New England is the current favorite. Minus three. Uh, 52 is the over under here. I hate just about everything about this fucking game. I'm going to be completely honest with you. The only thing that I kind of like here is maybe New England's defense. Um. But I really don't know if I could trust that either. 52. <sighs> it is in New England. Defense actually did play pretty well last week. I'll give them that. I just don't know how much sustainability it is. I mean, it should be against Jameis Winston, but... And I mean, 4,700, forty 4, seven hundred, twelve, and 4,100. Go for third, 17th, and 2nd. So on Yahoo, they're only $2 above minimum price. So it might actually be your punt defense down there. Um, outside of that, I don't know if I'm going to pay up over on FanDuel and DraftKings. What are we doing for time? I think we're almost halfway there. Oof, we're at 40 minutes. Good God. See, I told you it was going to take longer than that. Oh, I'm not even halfway there. Come on, Atlanta at New York Giants. New York Giants opened as two and a half point favorite. Forty three was the over under. Giants are now currently three point favorites. Forty eight is the over under here. Can this be? Can this be the Matt Ryan redemption game from the last couple weeks? I don't know. I certainly don't know if I'm if I'm willing to trust him. He's still pretty high priced over on Fanduel, but on Yahoo's. He's only 25, he's 5,400 over on DK, good for 18th and 21st. Um, he's 13th over on FanDuel. I know there's going to be a lot of people going to Corderell Patterson this week. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm going to put him in there. I'm going to put him in there, but I, I want to look at this whole backfield. I need to see what exactly is going on. Because Mike, da- Mike Davis got a lot of pass receptions last week, even though he didn't have a good game. So, but he was salvaged, you know, something for fantasy football teams. So definitely, definitely take a look at that. Washington's 30th and rush defense DVOA. 10th uh, versus the running back in the passing game. They're 25th and points allowed to position at 25 on FanDuel, 29.3 on DK. So we'll definitely, definitely take a look at that. Uh, I do still kind of like Calvin Ridley, even though it doesn't say he has a plus matchup versus uh, cornerback uh, James Bradbury. But I think he's definitely in play here. Uh, 8,100, 27, and 7,000, good for third, 11th, and 7th. Giants are 7th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 1. They got worse from the first week, okay? And then they're 17th in points allowed to the wide receiver position. They were 10th last week. They went up to 17th, uh, 32.4 on FanDuel and 42.7 on DK. So I do think it's a viable option. The other viable option is tight end Kyle Pitts, the rookie, 6,200, 19, and 4,900. Good first, fifth, sixth, and six. The New York Giants. Are 17th in DVOA versus the tight end. Uh, they are also 29th in points allowed to the position, so definitely in play. Definitely in play. Uh, from the from the New York Giants side, uh, I am going to take a look at Daniel Jones, who's actually played pretty well. 7,400, 25, and 5,800. Good for 10th, 18th, and 13th, so I like him on Yahoo and DraftKings a little bit better, of course. Um. So we're definitely gonna take a look there. The other interesting piece is actually Saquon Barkley. Six thousand twenty four and sixty five hundred go for nineteenth, ninth, and eighth. So really on Fanduel, he's a hell of a price everywhere else. He's kinda oh boy, you want to pay top ten price for that? I don't know. But I do kind of want to take a shot on him here. Uh, Six thousand twenty-four, sixty-five hundred, nineteenth, nine, and eight. So Fandle, yeah. I suppose you could take a shot on the other two. It's not going to be highly highly utilized. Atlanta is actually twenty-seventh in rush defense DVOA, eighth versus running backs in the passing game. I don't know how this one works, because um, I would have assumed it would be reversed. But Atlanta, 21st in points allowed to the running back position, 21.5 and 24.7 on FanDuel draft games, respectively. It's gone down a little bit. The guy that I really uh, that I'm really looking at as far as passing offense is concerned. I'm not looking at Darius Slayton. I'm not looking at Kenny Galladay, even though they are the the Atlanta Falcons against. Wide receiver ones, wide receiver twos are 28th and 26th, respectively, in DVOA. 12th in DVOA versus wide receiver plus. So, doesn't look good for a guy like Sterling Shepard at 6,400, 23rd, and 5,900. Good for 22nd, at 16, and 21. But he is superior, far superior to cornerback Isaiah Oliver and their 25th-ranked defense in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 36.6 and 43.1. The tight ends actually have the best matchup at 30th in DVO waivers, tight end, 31st in points allowed to the tight end position, 19.2, 22.2. I just don't know if I want to dig my heels in here any bit. It just doesn't make sense. Giants are... Giants actually look. Oh, that's why I can't do it. Um, Giants defense. Can I trust the Giants defense? Thirty-nine hundred seventeen 17, and 3,300. Good for 13th, 5th, and 9th across the board. The Atlanta Falcons are 32nd in points allowed to the... Opposing teams defenses at 14.5. That's up from 28th. Uh Matt Ryan has been a turnover machine. I think if you believe in the turnover machine, then you have to you have to consider the New York Giants uh defense. And you could probably just pair it with uh one Saquon Barkley if you really wanted to. Hee hee. Next we have Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh opened as six and a half point favorite. Forty-seven was the over-under. Uh, Pittsburgh is now only a three-point favorite. 43.5 is the over-under here. A lot of injury concerns uh, across the board. T. Higgins is doubtful, uh, which means that you're going to get plenty more targets now for Jamar Chase and for Tyler Boyd. Uh, The only problem is which one do you want to trust here? The Pittsburgh Steelers, 12th. In DVOA versus the wide receiver one, Tyler Boyd would actually move up to the wide receiver two, which actually now it would make a little bit more sense. Uh, They're 22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver two uh, and would get Trey Norwood um, when traveling the slot. I think they would pull Auden Tate up uh, to play a little bit more on the outside. Auden Tate's a bit taller than, say, Tyler Boyd. So we're going to consider it. We're definitely going to consider that... I actually have both Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd in here. Um, But yeah, we'll take a look at it. We'll take a look at it. We'll get it all figured out. Not using uh, tight ends or defense. Uh, From the Pittsburgh side, I really don't know where to go. Deontay Johnson is now um, said to be out for this game. So who is going to benefit? That is a really, really good question. Um, I think they've also said that Trey Waynes might be out, might be doubtful too, which actually makes, you know, I put the picture of Chase Claypool up, actually makes that way more interesting. Juju Smith-Schuster is sixty one hundred nineteen and 6,000, good for 25th, 25th, and 19th. Chase Claypool, fifty eight hundred twenty 5,800, good for 34th, 16th, and 23rd. So they're going to make you pay for it if you like Chase Claypool in his end around. The wide receiver two, the wide receiver one. The Cincinnati Bengals are 31st in DVOA. Against uh versus the wide receiver two, they are 17th in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. Um Juju Smith Schuster would get Mike Hilton. Uh Chase Claypool for now would have had Trey Wayne's, but now is going to probably have the replacement. I also kind of like a little bit of James Washington, but he hasn't really been involved. That may change with Deontay Johnson out, but I would expect at least Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool to really have get end up with a bigger impact. I think you have to look at the Steelers' defense at the very least. Um, if anything, what you would be looking for is really is T.J. Watt going to play or not? It's rumored that he could be sitting out. That would change everything dramatically, but if you wanted to pay up defense, T.J. Watts on that on that defense uh, has no restrictions, whatnot. 4,800, 19, and 3,900, good for second, third, and third. The Cincinnati Bengals 29th in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses. That came off of basically one uh, touchdown last week, uh, 12 points uh, given up to opposing teams' defenses over all Arizona at Jacksonville Are we still under early games yep Arizona opened up as a nine and a half point favorite 46 is the over under Arizona has dropped to a seven point favorite 52 and a half is the over under now huh all right so Kyler Murray without shout out number one highest priced quarterback gotta take a look at him gotta take a look at him uh, Jacksonville is 28th in pass defense DVOA, 23rd in points allowed to the position, 22.5 on FanDuel, 24 on DK. Um, the, man, what do we do with these fucking running backs? I mean, you could consider Chase Edmonds. I mean, I am, I'm going to put him in, in here, but I guarantee he's going to be one of the first fucking guys right the fuck back out. Um, Jacksonville, 15th in DVOA rush defense, uh, 17th versus running backs in the passing game, 28th in points allowed to opposing team as running backs at 25.1 and 26.9, respectively, on FanDuel and DK. Uh, we got a little bit of a problem here because DeAndre Hopkins apparently is going to be uh, the dreaded game time decision, which sucks. I'd rather know now. Rather than later, um, so that's going to bump guys up. You know, AJ Green would become the one. Christian Kirk would become the two. He'll play more of the outside, while Rondale Moore would take more of that slot role um, in there. So, you look at DeAndre Hopkins, eighty five hundred thirty four and eighty two hundred, good for second, first, and second. Uh, Jacksonville, 30th in DVOA versus wide receiver 1. 21st overall in points allowed to the position as a whole. 33.6 on FanDuel, 43.3 on DK. You look at A.J. Green, fifty five hundred twelve 12, and 4,500. Good for 46, 57, 51. Uh, Jacksonville is 30th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2. Or wide receiver... Uh, pff, Jesus. 30th in DVOA versus the wide receiver 2. 22nd in DVOA to the wide receiver plus. So I think that puts Christian Kirk and Rondell Moore in uh, more of a spotlight. Probably gives it more to Rondale Moore, to be completely honest. He's the guy that's going to play the slot. He's going to be the guy that faces quarterback Tyson Campbell in there. 5,600 to 18 and 5,000. Good for 39, 29, 39. It's just whether or not I really want to trust it because Jesus, um, Oh man, Rondell Moore is not great. He is not great, but he, I mean, he's got he's got some verticality to his game. So, and somebody can shut their fucking dog up right now. Go out there and fucking kick it. I am not. I repeat, I am not going to use Max Williams this week. 3200. good for 26, 18, and twenty-one. Jacksonville twenty-first in DVOA to the tight end position, twenty-third. DVP rank to the position at 12.8 and 16.1. I just don't trust it. I just don't. As far as that Arizona defense, I'm not going to use it. I know it's a really good matchup. All signs point to using them against a uh, 26 team in points allowed to opposing teams' defenses at 8. I just don't trust it. I think it's time to tell somebody to shut that fucking dog up. Nothing like telling somebody who is a complete stranger to shut their fucking dog up. God, it makes me happy. It makes me really happy. Uh, don't really want to take a shot with anything really here, at Jacksonville Jaguars. Although I will say that the price on uh, one Lavisca Chennault has gotten, gotten kind of nice. Um. And this might be actually the time to use him. Cardinals are 30th in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. Uh, 24th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as whole, 36.5 on Fandul. 43.8 on DK. Uh, would be lining up against corner Byron Murphy. He's fifty four hundred thirteen 13, and 4,400. Good for 53rd, 54th, and 53rd. So he's got a really good matchup. And I'm not really that afraid of the corner. I mean, giddy up, giddy up. I do kind of like Marvin Jones a little bit, but DJ Chark's got the matchup against Marco Wilson, Marvin Jones against Robert Alford. Should be able to take care of him there, but it's just not really enough to trust in this. If I can't trust it, I just should not put it in there, right? Right? Some of these guys I shouldn't even fucking have in there. How many fucking running backs do I have? Oh, I got a lot more than I thought I did. My bad. New York Jets at Denver Broncos. Denver, 7.5 point favorite. 42.5 is the over under. Denver is now a 10.5 point favorite. 41 is the over under. The New York Jets. Who do I want to use? Fucking nobody. Don't give a shit. You can use Elijah Moore if you want. Maybe even Corey Davis. I'm just not going to attack this fucking defense. How is that? Hmm? Hmm? How is that? Uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon both in play. Fuck. Against the Jets. Running backs have been really good against the Jets. Um, I mean, they're they're 26 in rush defense DV away, 24th versus running back in the passing game. 24th in points allowed at 26.7 and 31.2. You'd really have to fucking trust us. And I'm telling you right now, the their price up a bit too much for me especially on well on Yahoo they are so Javante Williams 5,800 Melvin Gordon 6,000 this is FanDuel 23rd and 19th were the ranks or price ranks on Yahoo they're both $20 good for 13th highest price running back so I would skip that there on uh, DK forty nine hundred for Williams fifty five hundred for Gordon thirty one and twenty second are their ranks respectively. Man, do I? It makes sense to use one or the other. I'm wondering if this is maybe the get right game for Javante. But Melvin Gordon had a really good game against the Jets last year. Do still remember that? Do kind of have some love for Cortland Sutton. This might be more of a uh, mid range priced. Uh, cash, wide receiver. The game script probably isn't going to be all that great because they're going to be playing from so far ahead. But I think you got to consider Cord- uh, Courtland Sutton, at least as a, as by himself, going against Brandon Eccles, who we'd like to attack. The Jets are 19th in DVOA versus the wide receiver, 1-4th in points allowed to the wide receiver position because he gets stopped. Uh, 20.9 on FanDuel, 25.6 on DK. Uh, Given up to the wide receiver position. Quarter on sixty nine hundred twenty four and six thousand. Good for fifteenth, fourteenth, and nineteenth. So he got priced up, but it, it's not terrible. It is not terrible. Noah Fant. I don't know why people are all up and wanting to get Noah Fant um, this week for DFS. I mean, he can get the job done. He can. Um, I guess maybe Noah Fant just for the fact that he's been targeted a lot, but I don't know, man. I think I'm just going to pass on Noah Fant. Let me see what I got in tight ends here. Yeah, you might as well pay up for fucking TJ Hawkinson. You only have to pay 200 bucks more on FanDuel for TJ. and eh, a little bit more on Yahoo, seven dollars more on there. Yeah, only four hundred bucks more for TJ Hawkinson. I you could use TJ Hawkinson and just be fine with it. I I'm not gonna go to no Noah Fan. Uh Denver Broncos highest priced uh defense this week, of course, going against the Jets. Uh but the Jets are thirty first and points allowed to the opposing team's defenses at fourteen per game, so I think you gotta consider it. What were they after week one? Still twenty seventh, so yeah. I think we're okay using them there. Uh Miami at Las Vegas. Las Vegas opened as a one and a half point favorite, forty eight and a half was the over under. Uh Vegas is now four as a favorite, forty five is the over under. I like nothing. I like nothing on this fucking Miami team. Especially if Jacoby Brissett is starting. I want fucking nothing to do with it. I just don't. I just don't. I had far As far as the Raider side, I mean, yeah, you can look at Derek Carr in the matchup, but I still don't like it. Versus running backs, you want a running back on the ground versus uh, through the passing game. Uh, so I would not look at Kenyon Drake, although I would tell you that maybe, maybe Peyton Barber is a little interesting but I think Peyton Barber would only be viable in the cash game setting because Miami is 22nd in rush defense DVOA. They're they're second, though, in uh, DVOA versus running back in the passing game, 23rd in points allowed to the position, 25.3 and 31.6. Kenny Drake is just going to be mainly involved in the passing attack, uh, which would put Peyton Barber on the field if Josh Jacobs is out again this week. Um. Then maybe you could consider Josh Jacobs, but he's still high he's, Josh Jacobs in my opinion is still too high priced. Uh but Peyton Barber, if Josh Jacobs sits, fifty six hundred, thirteen, and forty three hundred good for twenty eighth, forty first, and forty-ninth. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Um don't trust any of the wide receivers, although I do like Brian Edwards a little bit. Um but I think I'm gonna skip it. The guy that I really am looking at is, of course, Darren Waller for Vegas. 7,400, 29, 7,400, good for second across the board. Vegas Raiders, 18th in points allowed to the position, 19th uh, or 18th in DVOA versus tight end. My God, am I that tired? 19th in points allowed to the tight end position at 10.3 and 12.8 points, respectively. You can get a little bit of a discount on a defense here. You can go Vegas versus Miami if you want to chase the turnover points from the Buffalo game. You could pretty much have at her if you really wanted to. I'm not going to stop you. I'm going to tell you this is probably a dumb call, but I'm not going to stop you. Tampa Bay at L.A. Rams. This is the one that everybody's kind of liking. L.A. Rams, 2.5-point favorites, 52.5. It was the over-under at opening. Currently, now Tampa Bay is a minus one favorite. Fifty-five and a half is the over/under. Uh, we can pretty much just go ahead and skip the running backs here. Tom Brady, though, is going to be kind of curious. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if this is going to be contrarian at all, because I mean the numbers do not point to him having a good game. Um oh he's seventy eight hundred thirty seven and sixty eight hundred good for six third and six across the board l a rams fourth and pass defense dV away ninth and points allowed to the quarterback position at fifteen point nine and sixteen point four now this can work out one of two ways i mean it's either he's good or he's bad but I think he's gonna be. I mean, Tom Brady in this offensive look pretty damn good. The offensive line has looked pretty fucking good. So, um, man, There's talk. There's two sides to every coin, and there's and that coin is Jalen Ramsey the places I've looked I've seen him moved into the slot which has been you know so he can get out and cover a little bit better kind of be a center fieldman um I've seen him covering Chris Godwin I've also seen him out covering Mike Evans um which is where I have David Long Jr covering so I don't know I just don't know if we can trust any of these to be completely honest with you, although I do like I do like Chris Evans or Chris Godwin. Kinda like Scotty Miller, to be honest with you. I don't think Darius Williams is gonna be covering him. They're gonna probably put their weakest corner on Scotty Miller if they can. Once you know, guys get their feet set. Um when the game's flowing in here. Rob Gronkowski is interesting. Rams are 4th in DBOA versus tight end. Um, But they're 20th in points allowed to the position at 10.8 and 13.8. So Rob Gronkowski is in play. We don't have that many tight ends in there right now. so Hopefully this fixes it. Uh, Ramside, it's going to be a lot of. This is going to be pass heavy. You don't run against the Buccaneers. You can throw though. Uh, Matt Stafford, 36, and sixty-four hundred, good for eighth, fourth, and eighth. I don't know how much I trust that either. Man, I like a lot of quarterbacks this week. It's gross. Yeah, somebody's going to have to go. Somebody's going to have to go. Uh, not going to trust the running backs. I do. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck, I like Robert Woods and Cooper Cup again. I'm going to have to look into this one. They're both going in there. Let's see. What's the pricing? Robert Woods, 6100 25 and 5700 Good for 25th, 13th, and 25th. Cooper Cup, 7,900, 30 second, 6,800 for 5th, 4th, and 9th. Woods has the 20th ranked DVOA versus wide receiver 1s. Cooper Cup has the number 3 DVOA versus wide receiver 2 coverage. Uh, Carlton Davis will be on Robert Woods. Ross Cockrell will be on Cooper Cup in the slot. Carlton Davis can get beat deep. It's just whether or not they're gonna allow Stafford to throw it to him even if he's you know not completely wide open but come on something's gotta it something's got a course correct here, but sixty one hundred twenty five and fifty seven hundred good for twenty fifth thirteen and twenty fifth like i said cooper cup is gonna be the higher priced guy by far seventy nine hundred thirty two and sixty eight and five four and nine so if you're not paying for Cooper Cup, I might take I might say take a look at Robert Woods just for savings. To either be able to afford some, you know, another piece for your offense, but um tight end man, nobody's gonna use Tyler Higbee. Nobody's gonna use Tyler Higbee. Tampa twenty six in uh twenty second, my bad, in DVOA versus tight end position. and 18th in points allowed to the position 11.7 on FanDuel and 15.7 on DK. Uh, Tampa Bay is 18th in points allowed to the bowling team's defenses. 4,017 and 3,500 good for 11.5 5, and 7. Huh. I don't know if I like that that much. All right. Last but certainly not least, Seattle at, Min- yeah, Seattle at Minnesota. Uh, Seattle opened as 2.5 point favorite, 51 is the over-under. Currently uh, Seattle's 1.5 point favorite, 55.5 is the over-under. Uh, we'll make this one quick. Uh, we definitely are looking at Russell Wilson. It's hard not to. Hard not to. Here as uh, Minnesota's 22nd pass. Uh, defense DVOA 29th in points allowed to the position 26.9 and 28.4 respectively. Russell Wilson eighty four hundred thirty six and 7,600. Good for third, fourth, and fourth. Man, it is windy out. Um, do kind of like Chris Carson again this week a little bit. Uh, but he was priced up. That's kind of the problem. Seventy-seven hundred, twenty-six and sixty-four hundred. Good for fifth, eighth, and ninth. I don't like him that high priced. I'd like him to be down a little bit. Um, but we might be stuck between a rock and a hard place. I just, I don't know. I like this pass offense a lot more. Uh, Minnesota being seventeenth in rush defense, DVOA fourteenth in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. Nineteenth in points allowed. To the running back position, 19.5 and 23.5 there. So consider it. Consider it. The problem is, (laughs) the other problem is, we still got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett in really good spots. Um, And it's kind of been pick your own poison. Tyler Lockett's been really fucking good. What is he averaging for points? 25.9 on the half-point sites, 31.9 on the full-point site. Good Lord. DK Metcalf, 7,200, and uh, 7,300, good for 10th, 6th, and 5th. Tyler Lockett, 8,028, and 7,400, good for 4th, 9th, and 4th. DK Metcalf uh, faces the Minnesota Vikings defense as 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver 1s. Tyler Lockett, 27th in DVOA versus wide receiver 2s. 31st in points per game to the wide receiver position at 46.1 and 56.6. Tight ends need not imply here. Um, but uh, Patrick Peterson will be covering DK Metcalf. Mackenzie Alexander is a guy, guy in the slot. That's the guy that I keep telling us to attack. Uh, Tyler Lockett took advantage of it. But... I mean, DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf uh, when they're in two wide receiver sets, he can be covered by Patrick Peterson or Bashad Breeland. Both of them he's got the huge advantage on. So don't hate it. Don't hate it whatsoever. I still don't like Kirk Cousins. I still don't want to use him. He's priced way the fuck up, too. Seventy seven hundred, thirty one, and 6300 go for 7th, 10th, and 9th. That is not where you want to purchase any shares of him. Seattle, 11th-ranked pass defense, 12th in points allowed to the quarterback position. The real thing here is Dalvin Cook or Alexander Madison, Um, depending upon if Dalvin Cook goes. We should find out here pretty pretty quickly this weekend, but I don't know if I can trust him for cash. We saw what Derrick Henry can do against this defense. Uh, 16th in DVOA rush defense, 15th versus running backs in the passing game. Uh, 31st in points allowed now to the running back position, up from 21st, uh, but 37.5 on FanDuel, 44.2 on DK. That's going to come down a bit, um, but definitely, definitely something that I like to look at. Um, I still say Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are still heavily involved in here. I expect actually Minnesota to be playing from behind a little bit. Could be wrong. But I mean they move Seattle up or they, they let Seattle come back to the central uh you know central time zone and play the later game. So they're not gonna be affected there. Uh, Justin Jefferson would have Trey Flowers. Adam Thielen would have DJ Reed Jr. I don't know how this is 5th and 8th in DVOA. Um, I mean, I guess I kind of... I kind of get the wide receiver one, but I don't get the wide receiver two. That should actually be... You know what? That should actually be a lot worse, because Julio Jones should have gotten that fucking touchdown. So these numbers are skewed. Um, 12th in points allowed to opposing team wide receivers at 27.6 and 34.6 so um, hmm maybe I am going to include Kirk Cousins maybe I don't think anybody's going to want to fucking pay that price for him I'll look into this matchup a little bit further if I do not include a quarterback, don't take it as i hate I absolutely hate the quarterback. It's all about pricing most of the time, so don't take offense to it. I think some people just go, "Well, why didn't you put the quarterback in there?" Well, the way I see it is that i th- as a, sometimes I see the quarterback having turnovers sometimes it has to do with the offensive line. Him getting sacked and harassed. That's what I'm looking at. But. I don't know. I don't know. But that's the first listing. Um, I'll be going through this tonight. Tomorrow morning. Drawing more players out. uh, Or getting rid of more players and stuff. Once we go through. Be looking at the target sheets and all that type of stuff. Try to include some of that stuff this week. Um, But for right now. Hey. Enjoy some of your weekend. I'm going to try. By doing fantasy football. You know it. God, that was fucking dumb. Go. Have a good fucking Friday night. Get drunk as fuck.